Hey guys, I'm Sophia. And I'm Sophie. And this is the In Pursuit Podcast. Welcome back. We are going to be discussing beauty. What is beauty? Who is beautiful? What do we think beautiful is? Is there a difference between beautiful and attractive? There's so many questions um, surrounding the topic of beauty and like what does it mean to be beautiful, especially in our society and comparing the way that society and culture looks at beauty versus what Jesus says about beauty. And there's just, there's a lot. So we're gonna, we kind of have a whole day's worth of word vomit that we're gonna lay on you guys because we've been in preparation for this podcast. We've been just talking about it all day and going to some women that we really trust to ask their opinions on what what does this mean and like what does like what is the biblical way to look at beauty and um yeah so we've just been like talking about this all day and just kind of preparing like what we want to say and what we are even learning to believe for ourselves on the topic of beauty yeah and if you're new this is a podcast speaking from a Christian perspective, hopefully a biblical perspective. Um, <laughs> and we just want the first thing out of our mouths about beauty to be that God is beautiful. God is the creator of all of the beautiful things that we see outside in nature. Like for me, I love celestial beings, the stars, the moon. I think the night sky is so fascinating. Um, and being in Florida with a lot of light pollution, it's really sad because I don't get to see it very often. <laughs> but when I went to um, Ohio, it, it was just like clear. You could see the galaxy. And I was like, this is unreal. Like, God, this is so beautiful. And um, with that in mind, like our creator created us in his image. Mm. And if God is beautiful, that means that we inherently are also beautiful and um, one of the things that we were talking about today is this concept of if a flower exists way up high on a mountaintop and nobody sees it or admires it is it still beautiful and just ask yourself that question I really had to think about it and was like well I don't know like if it's not being admired by someone then like is it still beautiful yeah and then I was like, no, wait, yeah, it is because it just is there. And just because no one sees it doesn't mean that it's not beautiful. And that tied into beauty in human beings. Yeah, because I mean, we're as humans, we're always looking for validation and we're always looking for somebody to notice our beauty. And just Mm. because beauty goes unnoticed doesn't mean it's not there. And that was the point of that whole analogy. Like just because a flower that's beautiful goes unnoticed doesn't mean that it's not beautiful. Okay, so something that we kind of came to in our conversations throughout today was that there's a difference between there's a very distinct difference between beauty and attractiveness and things that are beautiful and like things that are attractive and a lot of times I think we can say like beauty is subjective and I would honestly say that I don't think that's true I think that attraction and what we find attractive is subjective but beauty if we are looking at this from the standpoint of we were created and everything was created by an incredible 
creator. He makes all things beautiful. Then it's not subjective. We're all beautiful because not because of us, but because of our creator. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the fact, like Sophie said, that we were made in the image of a beautiful God. And that is what makes us beautiful. And that's not subjective. Sorry, I'm literally having so much trouble with that word. (laughs) That's not subjective. That's fact. Mm. I think attractiveness can be subjective. There are certain things that we as people are more inclined to or certain physical things that we're more attractive to or certain personalities that we're more attracted to or qualities that we're more attractive to. That is subjective. That can be subjective to individual people. That can be subjective to cultures. In different Mm -hmm. cultures, different things equal beauty. And like, um, like, I don't know. We were talking about that a lot too because we have some friends that are from Jamaica and um one of them was talking to me because I was complaining about my body type because I'm a little more voluptuous than the average like western standard of a beautiful figure right now in 2022 with like the explosion of social media and symmetry and girls who are 14 looking like they're 25 because of all the hacks and stuff that they learn um I was just kind of like I know that there are places on this earth that my body type is appreciated I just don't think it's America (laughs) and so our friend from Jamaica was like oh honey you go to Jamaica and you will be objectified enough to never need validation again and I'm like whoa whoa that's not what we're going for yeah but it just it just like shows that like different cultures appreciate like different body types and different like skin you can you can literally be raised to think a specific Mm -hmm. body type or sort of person is beautiful and we were even talking about this in the car that like especially in the u.s like and i mean everywhere but beauty standards change constantly Mm. i remember my old dance teacher saying like yeah it's so funny like back in the day when i was young it used to be super in to have really thin skinny lips and now all these girls are getting lip injections because it's in to have big full lips Mm. and a few years ago thighs thigh gaps were a thing and now you know like thick thighs save lives like blah 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 like beauty standards are constantly changing and what makes somebody attractive is constantly changing in our culture so like and depending on the individual too yeah like i have a saying there's someone for everyone Mm -hmm. and some of the most beautiful people that i've seen like out there in an instant can become just really ugly with the way that they conduct themselves Mm -hmm. and the reverse is also true like there are some people that I have in my life that aren't the most good looking attractive like by conventionally conventionally traditionally beautiful but when you get to know them you're just like wow they're a beautiful person because of all of the characteristics that come together to form this entity that like I was talking about this too in our conversation like when you look at something beautiful like you feel some type of way like whether it's peace or like comfort or familiarity like there's something about beauty 
that's like it draws you in almost and it makes you want to learn more about what that thing is um and so I think that's also applicable with people like when you're a beautiful person like inside and out it's true like there are things that people are going to be drawn to you so Sophia and I were talking today about insecurities and um just the concept of like being beautiful and feeling like you're not beautiful even though God says you are because as women especially we really struggle with like how we look sometimes or like what we're worth and really I think the question is like where does your value come from and so we have very very different manifestations of the same issue and the issue the root of it is that we both want to be seen and valued and known but the manifestations which are I very think different. is is very like that everybody wants that mm. everybody wants to be seen and known and valued and like the way that people try to get those things can present themselves very differently in every every single person. So for in my case, um, growing up, I had this idea that I, I'm Cuban, I'm Latina, and I have a very hard time disassociating weight and beauty. So not in other people ironically but when i look in the mirror i see myself and i think to myself if i'm not at a lower weight then i'm not as beautiful as i should be or you're not as attractive or as as you should be or i'm not as attractive or i'm not desirable Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that i struggle with is like no one enjoys me which now like i've come out of that a lot and the lord's really replaced that with a deep abiding love for me from him Mm. which has changed my perspective on that a lot and I don't struggle with it as much but that was one of the big lies like in high school especially that I believed is that (laughs) I'm not beautiful physically so I'll be nice and that'll be like my defining characteristic like I'm not hot I'm not cool I'm not I don't have like a cool girl personality like I kind of have like a weird old lady personality um but I'm very extroverted but I'm just like not like Soph's cool I would say that Soph is cool and so I would look at girls like Soph who you know are cool and like really attractive and all this stuff and I would be like oh I am not that so I need to work extra hard to be the funny nice approachable one so that I have some kind of attention so that somebody sees something of value in me that they can appreciate. And that even is like kind of a toxic thought because I'm not receiving what the Lord says about me already. Mm-hmm. And there's something, well, we'll talk about this later. I'll let you go into your thing. I wanted to go first because mine is a little bit more, I feel conventional, especially in the church. Like there's a lot of girls that struggle with not feeling beautiful and equating their worth or their weight or their intellect or whatever to if they're attractive or not to other people and so I'll just give a little example um in the weight category (laughs) um for Noche Buena which is like when you're Hispanic you celebrate Christmas the night before on the 24th and um my whole family gets together you know the extendeds the cousins whatever and the first thing that is commented on when you walk through the door is your body and your relationship status. 
Ay, Sophie, has engordado. Like, oh, Sophie, you've gained weight since the last time we saw you. Or, Sophie, estás bajando de peso? Wow. Like, you're losing weight? What are you doing? Like, tell me, blah, blah, blah. And then, y el novio. Which I feel like is a very, it's a very Hispanic. That happens in my family, too. Like, mm -hmm. that's very... And there are different cultures, too. Like, when we were talking to um, our Jamaican friend today, she was like, yeah, we, we, like, it's the same thing with us. Like, our grandma was very, like, a stickler about weight, like, always commenting on weight. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that we can kind of, like, relate on because my whole family's Hispanic, too. And it's just a very normal thing to be commented on. It's just, like, the first thing that's noticed, the first thing that's talked about, the first thing that's asked about. As a girl, because you mm -hmm. don't see any of my tíos walking in and my abuelos being like, mm, like, mm -hmm. you've gained weight, like, blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. it's the women in my family. And yeah. so that is, like, a huge thing. And, like, even my family, I'm not going to name names or, like, specific people, but I've basically been told, like, <laughs> if you don't lose weight, guys aren't going to like you. Like, there's a member of my family that has directly told me that. That my value as a woman, my ability to hold on to a man and essentially not get cheated on in the future relies on me being a certain weight. Which is absolutely not true. And thank Such God, thank God that he brought me from a place of, like, insecurity about my body and, like, detesting every time I looked in the mirror, like, seeing all the things that were wrong. Instead of being like, okay, God, take my focus off of myself help me to build character and like confidence like build in me character and confidence because I want to live for you and that doesn't mean don't take care of your body that doesn't mean don't like eat well and exercise and do all the things that are like good for you but it just means that your value and your beauty is not explicitly in what you look like yeah wow well for me it was a little bit of the same thing but in the grand scheme of things it was a different manifestation of the same core issue. the same core issue where like I in what I'm about to say I'm not saying that I was never insecure and that I was never I never had things like I mean I struggled with eating and like all that stuff like I've never like I've still been insecure but for me it, it kind of looked differently where and this is stuff like guys when I'm telling you this stuff this is stuff that I'm realizing now mm. like literally having conversations with Sophie and like some mentors that I have and whatever like this week like being like this is what the Lord's revealing to me right now and yeah. I don't even know what to do about it yeah. like I'm struggling through this right now like what do I do about this because this is like big and I'm like the Lord's just now opening my eyes to this mm -hmm. that I have had the issue of seeing myself as an object because I'm aware that people are attracted to me. And um, I was telling Sophie even last night, like literally we had a sleepover last night. And so like as we were falling asleep, I was telling her all of this and like kind of sort of like talking through it because Sophie helps me like, understand myself better but I was like I remember the first time I made the conscious decision that was okay this is all you're good for just accept it 
and I was 13 and I remember a situation happening and having that mental conversation with myself and just being like, okay, like you're pretty, you're attractive and that's all you have to offer. Just accept it. And I realized that from that day on, those thoughts and those things that I've believed about myself have just been reinforced by other things that have happened or choices that I've made or just the way that I view myself and the way that I've allowed the enemy to convince me of that. Um, that I have like now literally realizing this this week like guys I'm telling you this is fresh for me I realized that I accepted being objectified to the point of objectifying myself Mm. where I was like I know I'm gonna be objectified so might as well just be okay with it might as well just like no that's what I'm worth like no that's all I've got to offer and another one like Sophie pointed this out last night that like my two things that I struggle with the most, like the two lies that the enemy like really uses in my life um, that I've become aware of this year are my worth, that I'm not worth anything or that I'm worth like just what I'm physically able to offer. Mm. And the second lie is that I'm stupid or that I have like I'm just dumb and like I have nothing good to say or nothing like nothing more to offer basically and like Sophie kind of pointed out last night that like those go hand in hand that like I sort of accepted at a young age that like okay if this is all I have to offer then like that's it like I feel stupid so like this is all I've got so here you go but it's the same core issue for both of us of like wanting to be cherished and loved and even when we were talking to the people that we were talking to earlier about this um we realized like Sophie realized like okay I'm gonna like I'm gonna try to be kind because like that's all I would have going for me and I realized like I all I have to offer is my body so here like here it is like that's it Mm. and um that created in me this like deep feeling of just wanting to be known by somebody like and it's created this deep insecurity in Sophie where it's like she wants to be desirable Mm. and so like which is so interesting because we like show it in the complete opposite way Mm -hmm. I asked on a poll on my Instagram story like what is beauty who is someone that you know personally that you think is really beautiful and why do you think that um when you see a stranger what makes them beautiful to you and what are some other thoughts universally socially and culturally that you think about beauty and so it was interesting to see a lot of similar answers um obviously the people one was really sweet because I got to like actually send screenshots to some people and be like look how encouraging this is um like this person thinks you're really beautiful but Um, In the category of what makes a stranger beautiful, okay, two answers were very common. Actually, three. One of them was a smile. One of them was kindness. And the other one was confidence. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because you notice that those things aren't, 
like a smile i guess is physical but it doesn't say like a pearly white smile with perfect teeth like genuine smile was one of them and um in the other i think that has more to do with like somebody somebody that has joy yeah like, it's not physical it's yeah like a, i think when people it's are an saying, energetic thing yeah yeah not to be you know whatever Weird out but, there but it's just interesting the difference that confidence kindness and a smile will make on any person um and then the other response that i got a lot when i was asking like personally societally globally like what do you think about beauty the answer i got was with that was that it's very subjective like it depends on the person beauty is in the eye of the beholder Mm -hmm. and that's very true yeah i think another thing that we were talking about that i sort of realized as we were talking today was obviously in our culture and just like in general as humans we all struggle with comparison and I think that's been something that's been so talked about or not so talked about but just a lot more common um now that like social media is a thing and like it's very it's a very normal super normal problem to have for you to compare yourself that's like everyone is comparing themselves all the time particularly on social media it's very in your face yeah it's it's so in your face something that I realized like as we were talking today was that it's not so much comparison but like what we're comparing ourselves to like what is our measuring stick and if our measuring stick is like okay I'm gonna compare myself to this lineup of models because I think they are what beauty and perfection is so they're my measuring stick of what I'm comparing myself to and what I'm um like trying to find like my worth in then that's just a bad measuring stick but if I'm comparing myself to Christ because that's who we're that's who we're ultimately trying to be more like if we are striving to be more like christ which is as christians what we're all trying to do and what we're all aiming for and what we're all like what we're running towards that's truly what we're running towards then he should be our measuring stick and it has nothing he he already took care of the physical part he said you're made in my image you're beautiful done boom it's it had like that was all he said about our our physical being and he said we're beautiful so that's it everything we there's so much more that we can compare ourselves to and use christ as a measuring stick of like am i kind am i loving am i like all of these qualities of christ that we are all striving towards that like that's what our measuring stick should be and that's who we should be comparing ourselves to and when we stop and think about it it's like why would we compare ourselves to the creation like other people that we compare ourselves to are Christ's creation and why would we compare ourselves to the creation when we can just go straight to the creator and receive his identity and his purpose for us in our life like the potter and the clay like the clay doesn't say to the potter why did you make me this way like why couldn't you make me a vase you made me like a little pencil holder like why 
And there's a purpose behind your looks. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose behind why God created you the way that he did personality wise and physically. And like the goal of it is for him to gain you Mm -hmm. in every area of your life. And so if he can gain you every time you look in the mirror because you have to say, God, I don't feel beautiful. I need you to tell me what you think about me. I need you to point out the beautiful things in me. Like, why did you create me, God, with a double chin? Every time I look back on these videos, I'm just like, oh, lordy, lordy, can we please get the camera higher or something? And it's like, no, you know what? That's how God made me. And learning to not only like be confident, but there's a level of self-forgetfulness that occurs when, when God is speaking, yeah, when your eyes are on Christ and he's speaking all of this life over you when you can't do it for yourself. Mm. Like there, we were talking about this today because there have been moments where there's, there's like a TikTok trend and it's like, um, what do you do on the days that you don't feel so confident? And it's like Rihanna being like, pretend. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's like an, it's an audio of Rihanna, like, at an interview basically like somebody was asking her like what do you do on days where you don't feel like confident or like whatever or powerful and she's like I pretend so it was sort of like it's sort of like the fake it till you make it mentality Mm -hmm. but there's there's even a step further to that where like there are days where it definitely helps to um um I'm thinking in Spanish hold on uh to put yourself together and to look good But there are even deeper moments that you get to have with the Lord where you're just like, God, I need you to change my heart and I need you to change my attitude about how I am today because it affects your relationships too. Like when you're insecure, other people can sniff that out a mile away. And when you show up to a party and you're like all in like uncomfortable in your own skin, like it makes it more difficult for people to interact and relate and like enjoy you because you're not even enjoying yourself. And so there's an aspect of keeping your eyes on the Lord and in that it takes your eyes off of yourself Mm -hmm. so that you kind of even forget about how you look. You forget about all of the things that you don't like about yourself because you're so focused on Christ and who he says that you are. Mm. And that's what you're receiving and that becomes like, how you carry yourself yeah wow that's so good like how you were saying too like how you'll look back at the podcast and you'll notice like the things about the way that you look that you don't like or whatever and for me it's just a like it's not that it's just different insecurities like I look back at the podcast or I'll listen to the podcast and I'll be like that was so stupid why did I say that like that like I can't even speak like why am I so like I'm not even well spoken like Sophie's so much better like put together than I am and can say things so much better and it's just it's different insecurities and they all come from the same root but like it's just I don't know it's like different how they like manifest themselves and I feel like I just wanted to mention like sort of my version of these insecurities because I know that a lot of like especially in church like growing up that like the way that Sophie struggles with insecurities is talked about a lot like Mm -hmm. struggling with your physical insecurities and like knowing like that your beauty is more than what's on the inside is more than what's on the outside and and more than what what people say about you yeah and it's like that's kind of 
like I was talking to my mentor about this and I was like kind of explaining this to her and she was like yeah I feel the same way like I always knew I was physically like attractive that wasn't my problem like my problem what has never been like oh like I'm not desirable I'm not attractive and I don't mean that in like a cocky or arrogant arrogant way. way like that's like my experience has just like I have I sort of just realized that and was like okay that's that's all I've got going for me and so like and also like different things too that can totally affect that um we're reading this book right now called sex jesus and the conversations the church forgot and great book it's such a good book i would so highly recommend it we're listening to it on audible and this woman basically tells her story of going from like just walking in the world and just like impurity and making whatever decision she wanted and all those things and just struggling with a lot of sexual temptation to walking like free from that and just having an encounter with Christ and in that book she was kind of giving statistics about pornography and how a lot of it's it especially in the Christian community it's like okay yeah like guys struggle with porn but we're not going to talk about that with girls because it's like not a thing that girls struggle with. Mm. And that's just not true. There are definitely some girls who don't struggle with it, but there are definitely girls who that do. do. And I fall into, like I fell into that category. And so just like, even in like church when like it would get split up and the boys would get the porn talk and the girls would get the, you're worth more than your body. Like you're beautiful inside and out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is not where I need to be. Like I need to be in the other room with the boys, like whatever. Like it was just it like those sort of things just like never, I don't know. Clicked. Yeah. Never like clicked for me. And even through like porn, that just reaffirms that objectification mentality. Yeah. The objectification mentality. You're just a collection of body parts to be used. Yeah. That's, that's yeah that's literally what I told Sophie that it was like I sort of came to the conclusion that like I'm a collection of body parts to be used by guys and it's easier for me to be okay with that and accept that because that's just the way it is and it'll hurt less if I'm okay with it and um yeah so anyways in this book she was giving statistics on how um how like of the percentage of girls that struggle with pornography, there's also of, a per- of that percentage of girls, there's a specific percentage, which I think it, I could be wrong on this, so don't quote me on this, but it, it was almost like half of girls that struggle with pornography believe that that is the correct, um, or not the correct, that is the normal way that sex should look like like Mm -hmm. that's what sex is supposed to be and like that's what it's supposed to look like and I fell in I fell into that category too and she was talking about in the book how she fell into that category too and it just like reaffirms like oh yeah I'm just an object to be used and like that's what it is and sort of getting to a place where it was like that became I didn't even realize any of this until literally this week because it it became so normal thinking that it wasn't it was just subconscious it was just like okay yeah like that's what I'm good for so like and I told her I had to tell her too because 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're friends with someone and when you love someone, their physical appearance is so secondary. So I have a friend who has a lot of acne scars like Soph and she was talking to me about it one time and she was like, oh my gosh, my face, like it's so embarrassing and like I don't feel beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't even see that. Like, I think I've told you the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't see that when I look at you because when you're friends with someone, their physical appearance is very secondary because they are. You're friends with them because you find them beautiful in so many other ways and not only that doesn't even cross your mind yeah not only beautiful but like also valuable like i told Mm -hmm. soph last night while we were laying here and i was like soph i'm not friends with you because of your body (laughs) (laughs) no because she she we were laying there and she sort of she sort of asked she was like do you think that goes hand in hand to you believing the lie that you're stupid like do you think your body is all that you have to offer and i was like yeah because if that were the case we wouldn't be friends yeah she was like that's such a shame because i'm friends with you because of so much more than that yeah that's such a cute wow i'm gonna cry (laughs) but it's true like obviously i know that you're not friends with me because of what like my body looks like but (laughs) as far as like i don't know i don't know guys like this is seriously like I don't even know like I'm just now realizing, realizing all so this things. stuff about like I don't know like all these lies and like the places that I've I when we were talking to um our friends earlier and Sophie's mom we were talking to them about all of this and I was telling them I was like yeah I realized that I remember the first time I ever gave that ground over to the enemy the first time Mm -hmm. I accepted and said okay this is all I'm worth just accept it this is how it's going to be and like you're going to be okay Mm -hmm. and this is just it like this is who you are this is your life and that's fine and I remember the specific moment that I first gave that ground over to the enemy our friend looked at me and she said take it back take the ground back that you gave over to the enemy in that moment take it back like that does not belong to him because the holy spirit literally showed you like this is the moment where that hurt came into your life and that sin came into your life Mm -hmm. and like if you ask god where it went wrong he can go back and start making it right from Mm. there wow yeah so i'm like like when i tell you i'm in the process of this right now i'll let you guys know how it goes but like i know that the lord is like faithful to heal things in all of us and i've seen that throughout this past year of my life like there are so many areas that the lord has like walked me through and brought me through and like seeing his faithfulness to like heal so many things in my life and like This is something that I've said before in a YouTube video that I recorded, but like the Lord is so patient with us and he knows we can't handle it all at once. And so he's faithful to reveal things to us in his timing. And this is something that like in his timing, like I couldn't have, I don't know that I would have been able to wrap my head around all of this or even begin to try to work through this six months ago or that I even would have wanted to. Mm -hmm. This is like the Lord is bringing this to my attention now because like it's his timing and this is what he wants to walk me through right now. And a lot of times we forget that like our brokenness is part of what makes us beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the whole God bringing beauty from ashes, 
we have to be in ashes first yeah like there's something so beautiful about seeing someone who's been broken receive healing from the lord or even just walk in that brokenness of like god i can't do it myself Mm -hmm. i don't believe the things that you've said about me and like help me to trust you again help me to like know you and believe the things that you say over the lies that i'm hearing from the enemy or the things that my hispanic family tell me when i go to their house or whatever (laughs) and then it Uh translates into how we treat other people too yeah because i realized in my life like there was a point in time where i was very vain and i would look at people and i missed out on knowing some precious precious people because they weren't your typical good looking people or they weren't like cool or they were just like a little odd and a little quirky and I was like yeah I'd rather not delve into that territory and you think about it and you're like all of the people who Jesus called to himself to like reveal himself to were the broken the least of society the disabled the sick the children the women like Jesus's heart cares about the least of these and he's trying to give us a heart that not only sees those people but looks for those people Mm. like you get to see the beauty in others and call it out of them because you never know what's going on behind the curtain of someone's life and behind the curtain of their brain like Mm. everybody has insecurities everybody has things that they wish so deeply that they could change about themselves Mm -hmm. but god has a purpose in it and like, are you going to take the steps to find it out and see what's beautiful in other people and have that curiosity that's like, God, I know that you value this person. Would you show me why? Mm. And that is a really cool avenue because then you get to know people and see not just the beauty on the outside, but like the beauty that lies within. And you're like, wow. And that's encouraging for me too, because then I realize like, oh, I'm selfish and I'm very vain thinking about being so focused on like creating this nice appearance for other people to see when in reality when I'm focusing on that I'm missing out on building character Mm -hmm. and that's something that you don't want to miss out on because that's what lasts like beauty is vain and charm is deceitful but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised Mm. well that's Bye. it for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And honestly, like, let us know what you guys think about this too. Like, we want to hear either DM us on Instagram or comment on this. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment on this video. But yeah, you guys can like message us. We want to hear your thoughts too on this. And um, yeah thanks for like hearing us out too like Mm -hmm. this podcast is a lot of us like trying to be like open and vulnerable and like share with you guys kind of where we're at and so far you guys have had a lot of grace and patience with us so thank you for that thank you and um yeah we love you guys we're happy to be doing this alongside of you guys like we're definitely like trying to come at this humbly and like be just honest about like our experiences and what we're going through even if it's in this moment because that's that's just where we're at like we're we're going through this stuff with you guys so yeah we love you guys los amo we'll see you in our next podcast bye